Hello, and welcome to another edition of Forrester's CX Cast. Each week, we speak with an analyst from the customer experience team about their research or discuss a customer experience topic in the news. Along with my co host, analyst Diana Lawfer, my name is Sam Stern. You will hear both of our voices each week. Hello, and welcome to Forrester CX Cast. This is your host, Sam Stern, and I'm joined by a couple of new guests this week. We're very excited to have Adele Sage, a principal advisor from our Customer Experience Council, and Amanda Brax, a advisor from our Customer Experience Council. Thank you both for joining us. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you. And um, for those in our audience who are not familiar with the peer network, uh, the Customer Experience Council, and many of you probably are not, um, it is a group of about 200, 250 uh, customer experience executives from large companies who get together, um, read Forrester research, talk to Forrester advisors like Adele and Amanda, and I think most importantly, fair to say, uh, talk to each other and share ideas, help each other answer questions and tackle their big challenges. Is that a fair summary of the council? Yeah, the, the cheesy example that we often use is, and I can say this as a new mom, it's like the new moms group uh, for yeah. customer experience professionals, right? You can read all the fantastic research and talk to the analysts. Uh, from Forrester, but you know, talking to others about yes. how they're actually putting those reports into practice right. is a, an added level of of, uh, of goodness that comes from the council. That you know, I think that's a great analogy. And as a uh, relatively new father, I we we lack for those types of groups, so we're we're all just sort of out there winging it. And I think it shows. Um, anyway, we won't go to get into a parenting podcast. There's probably plenty of those on the internet. Um, all right, so first. The first thing we wanted to talk to you about um, is is really try to understand, you know, we've got 250 plus people in this group. Um, they're tackling the big customer experience issues, challenges that we write about in our research that so many of our clients and our listeners are trying to tackle. How would you characterize those big challenges when you think about your membership? What are the things that keep coming up? So when we thought about this, there are a lot of challenges, and I think the best way to describe them is based on the maturity of the members that we work with. So some of the members we work with are brand new to customer experience. Others are maybe one to two years down yep. the road, or we've been working with them for a while, and they've, they've um, progressed in terms of their maturity. And then the most um, mature members, they have different challenges as well. So we really categorize how we work with them um, based on their maturity. Okay. And so you've got, it sounded like three segments. They're fresh. Loose, loose segments. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They've just landed on, on CX Island here and need to get the lay of the land. They've been around for a couple of years, but still um, finding their way and maybe more mature, um, you know, have five, six years under their belt. Maybe maybe even getting close to the, uh, the mythical 10,000 hour uh, level in CX. Um, all right, well, so let's start with the, the newbies. Uh, what are their big challenges? So brand new um, members that we work with or those that are new to customer experience, there's, there's two different types that we really work with. One are new to customer experience within their organization. Yep. So they might have been in another role, been with the company for 30 years, and now have been asked by their executive team to, to take on this big initiative. So, you know, they're like, great, this is awesome, but wait a second, where do I start? 
So the, this is kind of the key question I think that we get from most of our members is when they are kicking off this initiative, where to start? So what kind of a strategy should I be thinking about? What type of team, what type of resources yep. do I need? As well as what type of executive support do I have? And what does that actually mean? Yeah. Okay, great. So the the, the new person inside of the organization, they're, they're a veteran of the company, new to CX. They're saying, all right, I've got to quickly come up to speed on a strategy for what we're going to try to do in terms of our customer experience. That requires some people to help me deliver on that. And I need to understand my ecosystem in this company, right? Who's who's on board? Who's behind me? How much support do I really have? Um, would tell them, you know, what, what to focus on and, and how far they can probably get, right? Yeah. And the benefit of those that are are, are, aren't new to the company, but maybe new to CX is that they may have those relationships already built uh-huh. within the organization. So that's yeah. already um, a win because as many of you probably know listening that are CX professionals is being able to create influence across the organization and get people to buy into where you're looking to go is a key part uh, of your job. So they they have that um, as, as kind of a starting point, but they yeah. also now need to figure out the logistics behind it and that strategy and the vision. So that's where we really help members. Okay, great. I think also um, the, key, the key difference with those folks are, is that they don't necessarily know a lot about the discipline around customer experience. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So they have a steep learning curve that they're trying to catch up with. Yeah. So they have the advantage of understanding the organization, but they don't know as much about customer experience as maybe the other kind of new yeah. member, which is somebody who's very experienced with customer experience, but new to an organization. Yeah. And and you know, in most often in an organization that is new to customer experience. So when they bring right. in somebody seasoned to, you know, kick off their their customer experience initiatives and the person knows a lot about CX but not about the organization. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go back to that first person. They've they've been with the company for a while. I like Amanda your point about they've got these relationships at least. Um what do you, what would you give them? Let's say they say assign me some homework here. What do, you, what do you point them to? What do you tell them to focus on, read or look at or come up to a better level of understanding on first? Yeah, I can give an example. So I uh, just started working with a new member and they are not, they've been with the organization for probably at least 20 years now. Yeah. Um, they actually have an IT background, which is interesting, hmm. but have moved over to this role and trying to, they, they, basically come to me came to me asking that question you know what what do I do where do I get started so we set them up with the basics of the maturity assessment how Megan Burt the playbook around the path to Mm -hmm. CX maturity because they really need to start figuring out what are the disciplines how do I start thinking about this as a framework yeah so started sending him some research around that framework and how to build your strategy and as well as how to get other people involved because obviously this is a big task and if you don't have a team behind you, you're going to need to um, rally some of those folks across the organization to help you. But also, you know, setting him up with people like you, Sam, and with Megan to talk a little bit more about um, their specific situation. And then most importantly is connecting them with the peers within the network that that he was a part of because everybody who is on our council has been in in his shoes at one point. <laughs> yep. So um, actually had set up a call with this member a couple weeks ago and a, a member who had been on our council for probably about five years now. Mm. And the biggest advice I think that she gave to him that he took away was that this takes time. 
Yeah. And, you know, it, to be able to see these changes takes at least three to five years. So I think by providing them with the, the right research that provides the frameworks and ways to think about your strategy, but also having those conversations with the analysts to to talk things through, but then with a peer who's been through it and can yeah. provide those examples and those challenges that they faced and how they overcame them to give them some hope and also feel like they're not alone in this challenge and that they're not the only one who's been this in those shoes. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so we've got the person who's new to CX. What about these people in the middle, right? Because you were just highlighting that more mature member, I think, talking to the the, the newbie. What about the in-between folks? What What's it like for them? And, and what do you... What are you? What are they doing once they maybe figured out this is a discipline? They're, they've worked on their strategy. What what what, is, what are sort of the next milestones or steps in front of them? I think for them, it's really about setting up more rigor and more discipline. Mm. So you know they've they've established some relationships. They've set a strategy. They've got to execute on that strategy. Yep. And and so, and so they you know bring together a bunch of different elements. So it might be um, things like governance, right? They may set up a, a steering committee. Uh, to evaluate which projects to mm-hmm. work on, they might um, bring together working groups for some of those issues. They, yeah. they're, they're they're beyond often the most obvious uncovering of pain points, and yeah. they're now starting to to tackle some of the more systemic issues that go far beyond you know any one group internally. They're really getting lots of groups together and uh, and and fighting for that. Um, so, for example. Uh, we we have a lot of members who do things like setting up a persona room. Right? Mm. So they want to change the, the culture at their company and they want to expose employees to more of the research that they've done around their customers. Yeah. And that's a great way to, to physically bring people yeah. through a, um, you know, a life experience of their of their customers. So. We have we have several members who've done that. We also, you know, as Amanda talked about the the connecting, we've we have lots of uh, members connecting with each other to hear more about how they actually did that, yeah. so that they can uh, execute on it as well. And and USAM wrote a report that's that's very helpful for those members trying to set up something like that. But I love that the your point about um, to do that is something you know it's easy to say, but then how did you do that? Like what? You know, did you work with outside partners? Who did you get approval from? How did you explain the benefits of this inside the organization? That's where the peer conversations are so valuable. And just physically, how, like, yeah. what does this thing look <laughs> Literally, like? Literally, what does yeah. it look like? Yeah, yeah and how did like, you build it? And... What, is it a room? I yeah. mean, is it a conference room? Is it a, you know, an exhibit? What is it? Yeah, I, I, those are great points. Um, and I like the progression we're seeing here. I wonder if it continues, and this leads into my next question, where in the beginning, they're sort of figuring out, well, what is this thing, customer experience? What is my role? Who can I rely on as an ally? And then after that, it's, okay, let's start to really take on some some concrete actions. Let's um, provide some some governance, some process, so that people have these formal working groups or committees where we make decisions related to customer experience, so giving it more structure. When you're talking to the mature people, what is sort of the progression at their level, the, the challenges, how they think of customer experience? Well, I think to your point um, with executing that strategy and seeing it through, a lot of it comes down to keeping the momentum going Mm. and making sure that you're continuing to evolve and sustaining that culture change that you've been working on to understand that that strategy and vision is embedded across the organization and in the processes and and the right governance is set up. I think measurement also figures in in all three of these yeah. level. So, you know, early on, it's about collecting, you know, starting a VOC program, collecting right. some baseline 
uh, data, then in the, you know, the first couple of years, expanding on that. And the most mature members we work with are, are really looking to connect that data they're collecting to business results and mm-hmm. ROI. And it's not easy to make those kinds of calculations. Yeah. So that's, an, that's another place where we have a lot of members with challenges and, and sharing with each other about the models that they created to actually prove that case. Mm-hmm. When I think about the mature members, sometimes I, I can imagine them, you know, almost moving beyond our ability to help. I mean, if we're writing research that's supposed to be relatively applicable to a broad audience and you guys are having them get on the phone with newbies, which is helpful to the newbie, where, you know, what's the value? How does Forrester help these more advanced folks? Because I can see where we would run out of runway to stay, you know, at least even up to speed with them or a little bit ahead of them to give them the next milestones to work on. I'm just imagining, you know, they, they read our research, it's targeted a broad audience, it might not be that applicable to them when they've gotten so mature that they're the one you rely on to talk to the newbies. So, so how do we keep challenging these more advanced folks and give them um, value, right, as, as, as our clients? One of the things that we do a lot of, especially at our in-person meetings, is peer problem solving. We mm. actually have members kind of bare their souls and talk <laughs> about the challenges that they're facing uh, in a room full of peers, and the peers can contribute and say, it's like well, an have expert you... focus group yeah, almost. Yeah, exactly. Huh. And the nice thing is that most, you know, we, we talk about mature members, but, you know, any organizations are so different that, that people are mature or their organizations are mature in very different ways. And so yeah. they can often still help each other very well because they might be more advanced at measurement uh. or more advanced at culture. And, and then they can really yeah. solve each other's problems or at That's least a good give point. concrete ideas. That's a good point. I wouldn't have thought of that, but just because you're you have really good customer experience. You're really good in a specific area. It's it, you're right. It often is. There's it's spiky where you're you've got a great culture, so maybe you didn't have to flesh out your strategy as much, and now you're circling back on that. Yes, that's a good point. Great. Well, uh, Amanda, Adele, thank you both very much for stopping by the studio on what is a uh, snowy day in Boston as we record this. Um, listeners, um, we will post some links to some of the research reports that both Amanda and Adele were referencing in our conversation. And uh, this was a great conversation. We'd love to have you back sometime soon. Thank you both. Thanks. We'd love to be back. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to this week's CX Cast. We'll post links to the reports we mentioned in the show notes for this podcast. And if you have questions or suggestions, please contact me at s-s-t-e-r-n at forrester.com. And remember... Your customer's perception is your CX reality.